It's 11.11. What do you know? It's 11. Look, Berita, it's 11.11. Uh, That song, by the way, from uh, Berita is called uh, Jiggy Zinto. Berita is a multi-award winning platinum selling singer. She sings so pretty, doesn't she? Uh, Singer, songwriter, guitarist, music producer. In fact, the guitar, is the guitar here? Did my, I not see the guitar? My weapon of mass destruction. Your weapon of mass destruction. always with me. Um, <laughs> music producer. You've also founded the music rights and talent management uh, company, Asali Music. Uh, you were introduced to South Africa in 2012. It's a long time ago. Uh, with the now uh, classic debut, Tandolue 2, uh, you went on to release four studio albums to critical and commercial acclaim. Uh, you uh, prece- uh, preceded by the much-loved 2019 single, Nikeli Kiss, I remember that song. Uh, uh, you began uh, t- uh, 2020 with your chart-topping fourth studio album, Songs in the Key of Love. You know, Stevie Wonder has an album called Songs in the Key of Life. Uh, Berita has uh, an album called Songs in the Key of Love, uh, which was released 28 February 2020. And Jiggy the one that uh, we just played, was uh, the lead single uh, that peaked at number one on the Radio Monitor Charts. And Berita is you are so pretty. I know Thank that you. <laughs> that's out there, but I mean, I needed to put that in. You are just gorgeous. How are you? I'm doing good. <laughs> Thank you for coming through to visit with us. I always, um, I like to observe musicians when they hear their own songs on the monitors, on the speakers that we have in the studio. Because, you know, sometimes people close their ears because they're so mm. judgmental of mm, themselves. Mm. But I, I loved I loved watching you uh, vibe to your own song and sing along to your your own song 2020 though was a hard time to release music especially in february because yeah. come march we would go into lockdown welcome good morning thank you for being here <laughs> what what was it like to hear Jigizin? it was amazing for me it's actually the first song that i play on stage and it's always a, an energy shifter mm-hmm. um i've also grown to listen to my music and enjoy it myself so I recently got back from Zimbabwe. Mm -hmm. I actually came, I was home. And I was very fortunate to spend time with um, someone that also spent time with Baba Oliver Mtukuti. Mm. And I know my answer is long-winded. Go for it. But it's because I recently learned, it's almost like a light bulb switched in my (laughs) mind because I learned that I am the mother of my work. I am not my work, but mm. I'm the mother of it. And as the mother, you know, when your your children grow up, you're proud of them. Even mm. when you, even when I hear somewhere where I'm like, ah, I could have done. That's this. when they make mistakes yes. or things like that. Yes, yeah. and it, it in a way is also a way of being able to continue, being able to say, okay, that music was released at a certain season. Yes. And is this the season I'm still in? I'm in a different season. What does it mean now? Yeah. And and obviously when you go back on stage, uh, there's uh, times where you have to reflect on that season, even though you've graduated from that season. What was it like re- releasing an album in February 2020? Because we'd go into lockdown in it, March 20, was it 2020? It, it was quite, um, it was quite difficult for me. It was at a time also where I'm an independent artist and I could see a shift in the way that my music was moving and how I was conducting my career and where I was going. Um, but what it, kind of shift? 
So it was the first time that, for example, I had a song that went number one. Mm. And um, there's a big hoo-ha when you have an, a number one. You know, and they but say... But number one also comes with tremendous pressure. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because there's a standard now that people expect you to maintain. You're no longer just artist X. You are number one chart topping. Number one, multi-award winning. Yesterday's prize is not today's prize. Yeah. Um, but also for me, I think that... It was great, but I was chasing the numbers. Mm. At that point, I was like, ah, so this is how, it, okay, you know. But now I'm in a different season as an artist where I am in the process of figuring out, first of all, that I really care about my community. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for example, just two days ago, I was performing at Kids Can, which is, you know, a war- home for kids that are, are suffering with cancer mm. and I did almost like a music therapy session where I played this music but I'm playing it to kids and the staff of people that, that look after those kids mm. and I'm like actually when I first started mu- making music this is what I had in mind mm. the numbers are great and they will you know forever be there because that's how you move from one place to the next but how do I do that and how do I also actually do what is the core of my music so let's go back to why you even decided to do music in the first place yeah. right because you came into south africa on an instruction from your parents to study that instruction <laughs> was go and study but you also had a secret ambition for yeah. yourself that you had not yet uh, articulated to your your parents and that secret ambition was music when you were in new zealand with your parents at what point did does music start knocking in your spirit and saying, eh, I want to find a home here? Yes. So I went to New Zealand when I was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. We left Zimbabwe as a family, um, purely the reasons being, you know, looking for better economic opportunity. Yes. Right? And my father, who had been a teacher before, was now a dairy farmer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a, a lot of farming activity that happens in Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. So he had always loved farming. And when it comes to New Zealand, New Zealand, there's 14 million sheep and there's 4 million people. Wow. So it's a country of, you know, farming. and Except, you know, they have much more developed methods of farming and things like that. Mm-hmm. So when my, pa- my father moved there, his first instinct was, let me bring my entire family. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was 15 years old. I'm the first born... Um, a lot was going on. I'm a teenager. I'm discovering boys. I'm also discovering music. I'm I'm singing in the church choir. But to be honest, when someone sings alto, I sing alto. When someone sings tenor, I sing tenor. When someone sings soprano. You could go anywhere. I, I, I could go anywhere, but I didn't have really a distinct sound, distinct voice. Mm-hmm. So I never thought that I was going to be a musician at the time. But when I moved to New Zealand, I think this was 15 years ago. And at the time, being African was not as cool as it has become. It wasn't the Wakanda forever season back then. But we're so so grateful for this uh, cool to be African season. I mean, we've always been cool, especially Mm. as someone that also I got to spend time with Brahima Segela. And this was his favorite topic. Mm -hmm. He was like, Africans 
you know, we've always been cool. Mm -hmm. I mean, speaking of numbers, he had a number one in the States in the 60s. Grazing in the grass. Grazing in the grass. So, you know, when I got uh, 16 years old, now I'm in New Zealand. People are touching my hair. They don't understand what type of (laughs) hair is this. You know, they're asking questions that are backward. Um, And I think as a 16-year-old, you really wilt. You feel like hiding somewhere and, Mm -hmm. you know, going into a cave where no one will see you because you don't feel like you're accepted. And every teenager... Yes, everyone, especially when you're young, wants to belong and wants to be known and to be seen and to be acknowledged. Yes. So for me, that's where music came in. And that's where writing as well. Um, When I was 16, I wrote a novel. And really? Yeah, wrote a novel, started sending it out to to publishers. And at the time, I wasn't getting the most favorable response. But I remember one of the editors saying, oh, but we need at least 20,000 more words yeah. in the right direction. But we need more content. Yeah. And I thought, but I can write a song mm-hmm. in a day and it's going to say the exact same thing. It's going to carry the exact same sentiment. And that's how really I, you know, I got it. I got the interest in music. And at the time, I was listening to Bo Erika Badu, Simpiwe Dana, Tandisoma Zwai, Jill Scott, Jill Scott. <laughs> and I was like, I like the sisters. This is what I want to do. Okay, okay. We are in conversation with Berita. If you just joined us, if you want to ask her a question, by the way, uh, call on the studio uh, line zero eight six triple zero two zero three two. And we're tracking her journey and uh, talking any latest uh, projects she may have, and where she wants to uh, take the evolution of her career. She calls Masigela and Tukuzi as some of her greatest influences. In fact, we're going to play a song she did with um, Tukuzi and Masigela uh, called Mwana Wama. So if uh, you want to speak to Berita, call on 86 2032. We'll be back in a short while. You're listening to KG Mwekezi on SAFM. Welcome back at 11.23. Uh, I've been listening to the guitar stylings of Berita uh, in the studio uh, as she's getting ready to hopefully play for you. But Tobega in Durban wants to ask uh, Berita a question. Tobega, good morning. Hello, KG. Hello. Hi, Tobega. Hi. Hi, hello, Berita. Sabon, amor. I'm so happy, Katie. Um, in 2013, I gave birth to my son. Yes. And my mother named him Tandolete. And at the oh. time, I hadn't heard the song. So when um, I heard the song, I was like, is this the reason why my son named Tandolete? So they're like, yes. <laughs> so uh. <laughs> it's not the best song. So... And at that time, obviously, I was so excited then. I was like, I want to see this person. So I actually traveled to um, Marathon. She had a concert at the Golden Horse. Yes. I, I want to see this person who's the reason behind my son's name. Ah, that's amazing. <laughs> wow. I'm so, so happy to speak to you. I just have one question. Yes. Because um, obviously, you research on internet, and then some of the information isn't conclusive. Because I know that you're from Zen. Yes. Yes. So that's a good question, Tobega. Thank you so much for sharing. And please give mm-hmm. a big kiss to me. If a big kiss to Tandolue too <laughs> on my behalf. Oh man. So um I am originally from Zimbabwe, right? I was born and bred Gobulawayo. 
Kwamziligas. Um if if you remember a little just a little bit of history that um the Ndebeles that live in the Matebele land, which is in Bulawayo, are originally from KZ and Kwazulu. So and Isindebele Nesizulu, Nesosa, Neswati, it's one language, it's Nguni languages. So um me being born and bred in, in Bulawayo, I grew up speaking Debele. I did study in an area called Ndabazinduna, which is a Kosa-speaking area. So there is actually a Kosa-speaking area as well in Zimbabwe. But I picked up Kosa in when I came to the Eastern Cape. And I think it's the language that I write most of my songs in because I find that it is the most expressive. I find that there's more options vocabulary-wise compared to Isindebele. Okay, Tobega, I hope you answered. Thank you for your question. Thanks. Thank you so much. I'll my <laughs> <laughs> and, and say a big hello for all of us to Tandolwetu. Thank <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, So, I mean, what is... Uh, you, writing music came first, uh, or singing came first, or the guitar came first, in this, in this order of the multi-talented artist that you are, what came first? What came first? So the love for music came first yeah. when I was growing up, loving music. Um, just listening to Badu. Just listening to, especially when I was still back in Zima, I would also listen to Brenda Farsi, mm-hmm. Oliver Mtukudzi, Majaivana. So <laughs> loving music came first and I didn't know why. Mm. I just loved music. And it came to you. The music came. It came to me. It came to me when I was quite young. And then writing came then in my teenage years when I I, I started, you know, with the novel, then into lyric writing. And then the guitar was a choice because I was then going to travel for university. I was thinking because I I only started putting music together in my late teens. So when I was like 17 and I started to think, okay. How am I going to perform this music? Then yeah. I was like, I need an instrument. Yeah. Then I, at at some point, I was trying to learn piano, but I was like, but am I going to be able to take a piano everywhere I go? Yeah. A guitar was then the instrument that I was like, this nobody. Even if I'm in New York or even if I'm in East London, even if I'm in Joburg, you can ask me to play a song now, and I will play a song for you because a guitar is that versatile. Yeah. Then the guitar came. Yeah. So d- tell me, did you ultimately publish the no- the the book that you wrote at sixteen? Did you get to those twenty thousand words? So the I, extra twenty thousand words. <laughs> That's a good good question. The book never got published, but I still write. I mean, daily I still have a writing practice, which may some day last weekend I was going through all my journals I was like I definitely have a book in me so when you write uh, music uh, I'm assuming that when you started the writing as a late uh, teenager in, in in your late teens sorry not a late teenager what am I saying in, <laughs> yeah. in, in, in your late teens uh, you know the questions that you have as a teenager uh, dominate uh, the majority of your writing uh, the desire to belong uh, who am I what am I about where am I going uh, you know uh, and and I ask this because uh, Tandoletu is a love song. Uh, Tandoletu that we uh, yes. th- that ended up having a child named after is a love song. Uh, so what I'm trying to get to is so when you write, what influences you the most as a writer, as a as a songwriter? So as a songwriter, um, 
it has definitely been different seasons. When I first started, if you listen to my first album, a lot of there's a song called Pagama Africa, mm. where it's a very patriotic song because I needed to say, Hey, I'm African mm. and I'm here. And love, learn, teach, Masikela <laughs> said. Love and learn and teach. Um and as the years have gone by, funny enough with my first album as well. Um, as the years have, have gone by, I've also grown. With my first album, there was a lot of romanticism mm. of ideas that I necessarily didn't know much about, mm -hmm. but I had an idea of, of what they would be. Tando mm -hmm. Noetu came by and because I had met a, a friend of mine called Busisiwe Alicia Smith. Mm -hmm. She was also, she's also a singer, Why songwriter. Why is that name familiar to me? Anyway, I'll figure out. Yes, she's also a songwriter and she had actually gone through the Situ the exact story of Utando Loetu, oh, wow. which is and you know a, a troublesome partner who has many other partners. Yes, that's what the song is about, right? Mm -hmm. And I had come up with the guitar. So sometimes I have a song where I've got just a little bit of the guitar. Mm -hmm. I've got some melodies, and then sometimes I'll write those songs alone. Sometimes I'll write them with other people, and that's how Tando Loetu came about. In this season of my writing, I found that. Um, I'm becoming more intuitive. Mm -hmm. I'm becoming more, I'll go into the studio and I won't even know what I'm going to write about. Because you've become more self-aware. Become more self-aware. So sometimes I pick nuggets. I could be talking to you today and there's something you say and it really sticks. Wow. And then when I get to the studio, I'm able to reflect on it. Sometimes I have to go into a bit of reflection as to what what am I trying to achieve with yes. this song? Yes. What what do I desire for the song to do? Because when you've written four albums <laughs> yeah. and I mean to prepare for an album, you need at least double or three, three times the amount of songs that actually end up in the album. So fair to say I've written at least over 100 songs. Yeah. So. Okay, we're going to play the new single uh, when we come back from the news headlines uh, from Berita. The new single is called Peace of Mind and uh, we'll try and squeeze in Moana Moana. There's so many songs to get get through. Ndikeli Kiss, Tandolet, so many songs. But I'm going to do my best, okay? I promise. Uh, we have uh, Berita in the studio. It's 11.31. Nomaliza Mandela is standing by with the news headlines. Hi, Berita. Good morning, uh, KJ. Uh, I want to ask why, why we don't get gigs in Cape Town? You don't, you, I've never heard your show in Cape Town. I'm one of your followers, but oh, I love your music. It touches the heart. It scratches at the bottom of my my, my 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 heart and uh it heals sometimes and in most cases it heals the soul but we don't get live shows in cape town why 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 and every weekend what surprises me is every weekend every weekend and why 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 every weekend please speak to your management or promoters or your people up there we need a gig down here Thank you. The the why has to be answered. You know that, right? It's a it's a good question. Um, Cape Town book Berita. <laughs> that is the answer. So my booking details are actually available on my social media at Berita Afro Soul. 
Um, so, you know, and you can also email admin at beritaafrosol.co.za and book me in Cape Town. I go to Kwebeka all the time because they book me in Kwebeka. Yes, because yes. people tend to think that you as an artist just pack your things and say, I'm putting a show there, but you go to wherever it is that you are yeah, booked. booked. We are trying, though, with Cape Town. Um, I did, because since the year started, outside of the bookings, I also do put on my own shows. So his question is actually quite valid. I've done Joburg, I've done Kabeha and East London. So we are working on a Cape Town show. Um, I'm heading out to Europe by the end of the month to, to promote music that side and do shows as well in Germany. So I'm trying my best with my team to make sure that before I go, at least I do a Cape Town show. But if that doesn't happen, then it's going to be later in the year. I okay. promise. Okay, here's another voice note. Saubonas is KG in Saubona Berit. You ladies have made my day. Thank you so much. Sis Berit, keep shining, sis. Keep moving. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Siabonga, umtulo, umnandi, usipawona, usandile, etepen. Even now, I'm driving, I'm going to Potetuar and I'm listening to this song. Thank you so much, sis. Oh, wow. And here I thought you were listening to us also while we're talking <laughs> to Berita. <laughs> but, <coughs> excuse me. You say the process of the writing is seasonal and uh, you're influenced heavily by the season that uh, you find yourself. Let's talk about peace of mind and the influences also, uh, because uh, when I heard it, uh, it's a it's a dance song. Yes. Um, it's a dance song, uh, but, uh, but and a melancholic message. Yes. Uh, but it's also about almost um, evolving and moving on, but just reflecting and 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 keep it moving. Tell me about the musical influences before we hear what. Uh, season you were in when you wrote it yes so peace of mind um is my current single it came out on the 31st of march it's the first single that i wrote in this new season and this is the season of reflecting on the past two three years of my life Mm -hmm. where i'd married the love of my life and things went south Mm -hmm. and they went south publicly Mm -hmm. and I mean, there's a, a lot of, of different aspects to what happened, mm-hmm. but I had to isolate, I think, in my heart and in my head for me to be able to move on. I had to isolate what was happening publicly to what's happening internally. Yes. And when it came to the internal work, I had to, add, you know, go through the, the stages of of grief where when you lose someone that you love, whether that person is still existing, they're just no longer in your life. You go through that period of, but why is it happening? Mm. And then you go through the period of sadness. Mm. And then you go through the anger of, you know. We go through all the grief stages. All the grief stages. With a breakup as much as we do if somebody has died. If somebody has died. Mm. So in this, I think when I wrote Peace of Mind, I was coming to the acceptance that my peace lies with me. Mm. And I'm hoping that wherever that person is, they're also at peace because I've chosen peace for myself. And my intention as well for the song is that I pray that it heals the listeners, the people that listen to the song. I have a lot of people that say, I, I this song I listen over and over again. It's yeah. because... Who may have gone through something similar. Something similar. Okay. I want to go to a break and then we continue our chat with Berita in a short while. 
Yo, thank you so much, sis KG. Thank you so much, sis Perita. Yo, it's Admire here from KZN. Uh, I had never heard your music, I should say. I'm only hearing your music now. And it's so, so soothing. I love it, I love it, I love it. I promise I'm gonna start looking, hunting for your music. Um, I loved your voice and I thought of you doing a collab with Zahara. I'm sure you can release a big bomb, guys. Please try and look for Zahara and keep amazing us with your good sounds. Thank you. I'm interested in how you even managed to get Oliver Mtuguzi, uh, may, may both their souls rest in peace, Oliver Mtuguzi and Huma Segela in the same room uh, and get that amazing uh, 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 horn from Huma Segela taking that amazing solo. Tell me wh- how that moment came about, that season of Moana Wama. Moana Wama. Oh, this is, I have to say, one of the highlights of my musical journey because I got to spend time with the musical, you know, fathers of African music. And my music journey has never been the same ever since. I first met Baba Oliver Tukudzi when I put out Tandoluetu through an industry friend, Gilbert Muvavariwa. And at the time when um, Baba Oliver Mtukudzi heard Tandoluetu, for him he was like, this is a young girl from Bulawayo. Mm. And he took me under his wing. Um, and invited me to Harare for shows, notably invited me, I think, for his 60th birthday show. Mm, mm. And just two weeks before I was meant to travel, I did a festival in the Eastern Cape, Mtata, a heritage festival. And I was still starting out. Back then, when you're starting out, you really perform during the day. You perform mm. while people are coming in. <laughs> but with that particular festival, I think the promoter had messed up times. And with Brayu's contract, he can't go on stage after a certain period of mm. time. You mm. know, after 11 p.m., mm. you can't really. Mm. So he had to squeeze him in. And my na- I kept getting pushed back in the lineup. Gandhi, mm. God has something special for me that day because I ended up performing right after Brayu. He watched me perform and he came to me and said there's something that I like about you you have a very simple very soulful simple keep it that way Mm. and from there he asked me where are you from and then he's like do you know my friend Oliver Mtukudzi and I said actually I'm meeting him in two weeks he's like see you in Harare Wow. And the rest is history. The rest is history. You are listening to KG Mwekezi on SAFM. Good morning KG and the brilliant team behind the scenes. I'm Donald in Rustenberg. Thanks for hosting Berita there in studio. I was watching her live in a studio in Zimbabwe, Star FM Studios. Recently, I'm sure three days ago or four days. I can't remember. Did you hear that? Yes. Okay, were you in Zim three or four days ago? I was. I, oh, I came okay. back last night. Oh, you came back last night? Okay, <laughs> yes. so the, 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 the album uh, that just came out that has peace of mind, tell me quickly about it and what it's called and what your hopes are for it. Yes, so it's a single. It's called Peace of Mind. Mm-hmm. It recently come out. Mm-hmm. My hopes is that people receive it and people find a space for the song in their hearts, mm-hmm. which they are already doing. You mm-hmm. can stream, you can download it. It's available on all digital platforms mm-hmm. and um, what's coming next what's coming next is I recently just partnered with a label and management in Germany mm-hmm. and I'm f- putting out my first European project the first single of that project is coming out on the 26th of May it's a completely different sound 
it's a more pop, a fusion of pop and, and African sounds. Mm-hmm. Something more modern. The song is called Body. You're actually the first people to hear about this information. So I'm very excited. Um, I think the next season is really, for me, redefining what it means to be a woman taking back her power. Mm-hmm. That's that's the season for me. And that is through music. It's the visuals that are going to come as well for peace of mind. Um, it's my YouTube channel at Berita Afroso, where you get to see all the behind works that I do when I'm in the studio, when I'm rehearsing, even this conversation that I'm having with you today. <laughs> Nobody wants want me to wear enough makeup that's fine (laughs) Um. i'm so sorry um but more than anything the music journey continues um i'm going to be putting on a lot of shows the best thing to do is really to follow me on social media on at berita afrosol on twitter instagram facebook youtube tiktok that's where you get to know what's happening next do you like this season that you're in do you like it i love it you love it thank you for coming I know you were traveling. Uh, thank you for coming to visit with us. We're going to play that famous song, Tandulwetu, because we cannot not play it. You know, they'll be upset with us, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's probably very much in demand when you perform as well. Of course. If it's... you don't perform it, people are like, why didn't you do my song? <laughs> of course. But, you know, I've got so many songs that people know. So, yeah, there's always, that's why I've started doing my own shows now. Yeah. So that people hear all the music. And they hopefully love. Cape Town soon. Hopefully Cape Town soon, I promise. Thank you for coming through to us. So don't forget, uh, keep it uh, SAFM later on, uh, Bridget Masinga, uh, between one and three. Thank you to our producers, Lebu Musweu, uh, who was saying, we need to have Berita. We need to have Berita here. And uh, Kanya, Bonani, <laughs> Kanya Bonani. Uh, And uh, it was Phineas, who was our technical producer today. So we close off the show with Tando Lue to have a fantastic weekend. Thank you. Berita. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is KG. Hi, Berita. Hi to uh, all SAFM listeners out there. Uh, wow. Yeah, I remember watching you at the Buele Kaya Music Festival. And uh, yes, you did a collab with uh, Baba Oliver Mtukudzi. And uh, you did your own version of Neria, which was so beautiful. And wow. Yeah, it's been uh, years, but I still remember that day very well. And it's so good to hear your voice and that you're still going strong and writing more music and producing more music. It's Noah here in Cape Town.